seat. Uh, ladies start up three. Ladies, hand to one. Push up. 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 basketball and in your heart of hearts you would have loved to play basketball 
But instead, God probably gave you a gift of playing volleyball. And then you say, they don't play volleyball in the Olympics. They don't make much money in volleyball. So I would have really loved to play basketball. So we are the ones as human beings who will begin to consider their gifts as small. Some of you, God has given you the grace to keep smiling no matter what you're going through, no matter the storm. Just keep smiling. You have that inside of you. And every time you smile, people see you and they are blessed. But yet, because you cannot sing, you consider your smiling a very little gift. You will tell yourself, I'd rather have the ability to sing than to just be gifted with smiling. And before you know anything, you do not like yourself. You don't love yourself. You don't like the ability that God has given to you. But God is saying unto us today, whatever ability that you find inside of you, love it, respect it, and run with it. Love it, respect it, and run with it. In case you do not know the reason or the purpose for your existence, in this same book of James, he says, ask, ask, and it will be given to you. Ask. He said, for he who lacks wisdom, let him ask, and he will receive from God Almighty. Let's open our Bibles to Exodus chapter 35. Exodus chapter 35. We're going to be reading from verse 30 to 35. From verse 30 to 35. And Moses said unto the children of Israel, See, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And he hath filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. And to devise, what's the word? Okay, to design artistic works, to work in gold, in silver, and in brass, and in the cutting. I'm going to read from here now. And to okay, to design artistic works, to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting jewels for setting in carving wood, and to work in all manner of artistic workmanship. What's happening here? Bezalel was a gifted man. He was gifted. But what happened? The spirit of the Lord still came upon him to do what? To sharpen his gifts. To sharpen his gifts. There are some of us here. In school, you may be having problem with a particular subject. I'm not good with maths. I'm not good with sociology. I'm not good with physics. I'm not good with chemistry. But I want you to remember one thing today. That before chemistry was discovered, God is. Before physics was discovered, God is. Therefore, if there is anywhere that you have problems, the Lord has the ability by the power of his spirit to refine wherever it is that you lack. 
Wherever it is that you feel you do not function properly, the Lord is saying today that if his spirit can come upon Bezalel and sharpen his ability to create artistic designs, he's saying to you today, are you a tailor? Do you like to sew? But yet you look at other people's designs and you say, ah, all the designs have been exhausted. What in the world am I going to create? But the Lord is telling you today that if you trust him, ask me, I can actually pour out my spirit upon you and give to you designs that have never been created before. Amen. Did you hear? Amen. He said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Neither has it even come into the heart of man, the thoughts that he has for those who love him. Who love him. So wherever it is that you are finding difficulty, the Lord is saying today that he has the ability to sharpen your talents. I can sharpen your talents. Some people become so good at what they do, and then they forget who actually gave them those gifts. That's the problem we have in Hollywood today. That's the problem we have in the music industry today. Beyonce said she prayed for 40 days that the Lord will come and help her when the Illuminati approached her. But God did not come to her rescue, so she decided to join. But the truth of the matter is, if you think about it, you are the one who has to make your decision. If you do not know yourself enough, anybody can tell you anything and do anything with your destiny and you will go anywhere. If the breeze blows this way, you will go. If the breeze blows that way, you will go. But if you know the stuff that you are made of, if you know who you are, if you know that, yes, I'm having trouble with this, and I can call upon the name of my father, and he will teach me, you will be confused. You will never run out of ideas. Everything will come to you easy. When you identify with people that are filled with the Spirit of God, you will find out that, how will I say this? I heard a teacher say something. He said that whenever he's teaching, it's like someone stands beside him and he's telling him everything and he's just repeating after that person, repeating after that person. That's the presence of the Holy Spirit, telling him everything to say. And the words are just flowing. And you think he's an excellent teacher? Of course he's an excellent teacher. Why? Because he's the vessel that is being used. So it is with you. In basketball, you want to jump like Mike. Ask the Holy Spirit to lift you up. There's nothing he cannot do. If, first of all, he gave you the ability to play basketball, he can give you the ability to sharpen it and become better. Now, he did not only give Bezalel this ability, neither did he just give a whole layer. Because if you go to verse 33, he said, and he has put in his heart, the ability to teach. Now, he didn't just stop at blessing you to make you good at what you do, but he will go further to give you the ability to teach others. Now, do you know what that means? That when you become good at what you do, people will run to you. People will run to you. But when you get to the point that you become too good, I trust myself, you know, I know how I did it, I, I, I worked hard, you know, you, you know how many push-ups I did to be able to get here, you know, and then the next thing is, when they ask you, how did you get here, all the praises, all the bragging will come on yourself like LeBron James, you know, just be 
feeling your soul and feeling your spirit in all the place. The day you are going to fall, you will fall and crash worse than Humpty Dumpty. That's the simple truth. You sit down here, let's watch them every day. Michael Jackson had to sleep 30 hours. 30 hours. Most of the time, to be able to get inspiration for the songs that he sings. 30 hours, because he says the inspiration comes from his sleep. So the spirit of sleep, whether it is Nephilim from where, that will come and visit him and give him downloads of all the songs that he sings. So sit down as children of God and think that most of these people that you see do not use something behind their abilities to function the way that they do. And then you with your free head and your free eye, you will just be wondering, how come I'm not progressing the way other people are progressing? I tell people something. There are two ways you can prosper in this life. It's either you use jazz. If you don't know what jazz is, it's voodoo. It's either you use voodoo or you use the name of the Lord. If not, in this world, they will just be swaying you to the left, to the right. There is no human being that is empty. No human being is empty. Every human being is possessed by something. You are possessed by something. It is either the spirit of the Lord or the spirit of the Antichrist. Because if it's not the spirit of the Lord that is working in you, then it will be the spirit of anything that is against Christ. That's the spirit of the Antichrist. So the Lord is telling you today, wherever it is that you're finding it difficult, is this in your academics? I can help you. If you call on my name, humble yourself. Where we talk about Halitha Kuni, he was talking, calling a young girl who had died. He was calling her back to life. The Lord is saying to you, wherever it is that you feel dead, wherever, whatever aspect of your life, wherever it is you feel dead, arise. Arise. Whether it is in your academics, I say arise. You are not, you see, as a child of God, you shouldn't be on the average. You shouldn't be on the average. Oh, let me just do this thing and let's just get out after all. No. If it's like that for you, then find out what your passion is and run with it. So that you don't get tired. Because even people who run with their passion still get tired. Let alone know you who's not running with your passion. But thank God for what the Lord says. That you will soar like an eagle. Amen. Genesis chapter 1 says that, verse 26 says that he created us to have dominion. Dominion. Not over people. It's not dominion for you to now subdue people. No. Dominion over your areas of gifting. Over your areas of gifting. Whatever your talents are, that's where God wants you to dominate. God's children are kind of slack. We have become redundant. Let me say that. That right now, when they want to call people who are ex ex um, excelling in the, let me see, in technology, I don't think there's, we hardly, there is nobody I have seen that they will say, in this um, department, technology, who are the big names? Nobody there. You see, there's nothing important to God like his glory. There's nobody there who will come and say, oh, I created Amazon and I want to give glory to God because he alone gave me the ability. We don't have such people. And that's what God is looking for. So when God calls his children to dominate, he's not calling you to come and dominate in the church. You come, you can sing. You want to now just kill us only in the church. Take your talent outside. Show them there that see, to God be the glory. There is a God who actually would give good gifts. Do we also know, because sometimes people think that 
when you serve God with what you have, you are not blessed. You don't get money. You don't get anything. What's the use? But check what the Father says in Haggai chapter 2. He said the gold and the silver are mine. So Satan will just be deceiving people. If God says that the gold and the silver are mine, any other thing Satan offers you will cause you a lot of trouble. Torment, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. Before you realize what is happening. But the Lord is saying to you, I am the one who gives you the ability to make wealth. Wealth that adds no sorrow. That you will be rich and you will be able to sleep. Not the kind of wealth that you have. And then, it's in the middle of the night that you have to go out. Ah, guy, why now? Where are you going? This one, they told me that I must not sleep again. The way I made this thing, they told me I cannot sleep again. So Satan has snatched your sleep from you. He has taken away your rest. Meanwhile, the Bible is busy promising us, do your best to enter into my rest. Enter into my rest. So what is Satan going to do? Satan is going to steal the rest. Satan is going to steal the joy. I pray in the name of Jesus that we will allow the spirit of the Lord rest upon us so that we can prosper in all of the abilities that the Lord has given us to prosper in. This is the field where the Lord wants us to dominate. Has he given you the gift of singing, sing to his glory? Did he give you the gift to prosper in science? Invent all that you have to invent. See, there's nothing God appreciates like you just say, to God be the glory. That's all God wants. And you see, as, as easy as that may sound, that's exactly what Satan does not want you to say. Oh, to God be the glory, I prospered. To God be the glory, I was able to invent this computer. To God be the glory, I was able to do this. You work in a hospital, somebody is about to die, and the Lord just gives you one very small idea. To you, it sounds small, because as soon as you said it, it's just sounded like, you know, oh, how about we do this? And then the doctor looks at you like, oh, snap, that's a good idea. But to you, it just came so... Something ordinary. What does God expect? That's all. I give God all the glory for giving me the ability. If not for God, that's all He wants. That's all He wants. That is why, as easy as it may sound, Satan is trying to make sure get God out of the schools, get God out of this, get God out of that, because he doesn't want God to receive any glory for anything. Meanwhile, God took his time, created the heaven, created the earth, came and put man there. Look, let me tell you something. I don't want to go into too much story, but I must tell you this, that everything that you have is what Satan actually wanted from God. So if you go anywhere and they're introducing you to something that is not of God, it's the enemy just trying to steal what you have. Satan was the one in the Garden of Eden before. And he was thrusted away. God created you and put you in the Garden of Eden. His own home. And you expect him to be happy. That's the reason why he came there to come and show God that, see, these people you put in my house, I'm going to get rid of them. When he got rid, <laughs> when he got rid of Satan, he threw him down to earth. When man fell, he also threw man to the same earth. So all of us are struggling for dominion. Satan, you, we are both struggling for dominion on this earth. But it is you that God says you should take dominion over the earth. 
I pray that God will open our eyes, touch our hearts, and let His Spirit come upon us. That wherever it is that we are lacking, wherever it is that we are lacking, we will allow God come into that section of our lives, take over every aspect of our lives, and refine us completely in Jesus' name. Can we rise up?
uh, your phone number and contact, uh, and contact information so that we can follow up with you. Your contact information is only meant for spiritual purpose of following up and prayers and nothing more. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But make sure you have your information that we do. Uh, we have um, uh, some of our co-laborers here at the House of Champions uh, who have been uh, very, very committed and dedicated and made a lot, a lot of sacrifice. Is, is everybody listening? And we still need a lot to join in the various things that the Lord is laying in our hearts to do by the grace of God. Before the House of Champions started, we started praying, we have started fasting, we started meeting and planning. This is not just happen like that. It happened with a lot of commitment. And I really appreciate these co-laborers and women who have really sacrificed most up to this point, and I pray that God will continue to anoint them in Jesus' name. As uh, we started this month and we are finishing this month, you know, with strength and by the grace of God, I want to please recognize our very sisters, Sister Ebele, amen. Praise God, let's appreciate that. Minister to us today, uh, Mrs. Anne Obama. Please let's appreciate her. And Mrs. Oloba is equally there. Praise the Lord. Let's appreciate her. She's our chief security officer. Praise God. Let's put our hands together for her. Hallelujah. We all believe in the right And my very, very precious wife, Mrs. Faith Agumai. Please let's appreciate her today. God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. All right. And we have uh, four groups. We, the fellowship has uh, been broken into four um, various groups for the purpose of soul winning, for the purpose of uh, pastoral care. Pastoral care needs to follow you up. For you to have somebody to call. Oh, I am depressed. I need somebody to pray with me. I need somebody to encourage me. I've been bullied by someone in school. I'm about making this all important decision. I want somebody to pray with me. Uh, we know that young people feel free to speak with someone outside of their family that they would do with their parents most times. So we are creating that avenue and we want you to, um, uh, to have that opportunity uh, to, to do that. We don't have the names yet, but immediately after the service, we want you, as you go for breakfast, please uh, contact these various leaders as, as I begin to call the names of the various fellowship and the leader so that uh, you know the, the, uh, the group you belong to. If you already belong to a group and you've been contacted by any of our leaders, which we always do every week, we yeah. want you to know the name of your group and know exactly how your group functions. And from the month of December, every after the close of service, just make sure you get in touch with your leader, write your name down, let your leader know that I came to church today, okay? And uh, let your leader know that I was in church and I will pass of the service. Just write your name and let them know if there's any important information for your fellowship, they will let you know. Uh, the first group here is uh, a Blessing Fellowship. We call that a Blessing Fellowship, please. And it's led by uh, uh, Mrs. Olora. Please, let's just sit back. Please come to the front. Come to the front. Hallelujah. And the next fellowship is Fresh Anointing Fellowship and is led by Mrs. Anna Obama. Please let's receive a couple of questions. Hallelujah. And we have another one, this Star Fellowship, and is led by Mrs. Ebele Oben. Praise God. And the fourth one is Royal Priesthood Fellowship and is led by Mrs. Faith Agontan. Please come to the front. Yay! 
Father, come let us see what God bless you. Hallelujah. If you've been if you've been contacted by any of these people, which means you belong to that group, you belong to that fellowship. The fellowship is meant to provide support. The fellowship is meant to uh, give you an identity in in church. You can ask questions in an open service like this, but you can get in touch with your leaders. You can give them a call. After the close of each service, every Sunday, get in touch with your um, with your fellowship leader. That doesn't stop you from talking to the senior pastor or myself or any of the pastors. You are attending an interview, you are preparing for an exam. Please, I want you to join your hands to pray with them. Now, these leaders will hold for this fellowship for the time being until we begin to raise young leaders. There is plenty of room. This uh, house of fellowship is young people center. The secretary is going to be young person. All these group leaders is also going to be young people. But these leaders, you see, they are only here temporarily to hold for the fellowship as they prayerfully raise leaders from within the young people that will be in their fellowship. Praise God. So we want you to encourage them to support them and give them all the love you can to make their work easy in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you all in Jesus' name. Please go take your seat. Hallelujah. And one more, next Sunday is our first healing service. It's also a communion service and anointing service. Please, we don't want to miss it for any time. 9 a.m. in the morning, be here. And second service is also going to be very, very explosive. It's our first Sunday of the last month of the year, the month of December. So next Sunday, in the House of Champions, we are beginning our healing service. Our healing service is going to be every fourth Sunday of the month, which means no more preaching. We are going to be ministering healing to people who are sick. Please, we want you to invite your friend, invite your brother, invite your sister, and be in the house of God and see the hands of Jesus bringing healing to the sick in Jesus' mighty name. Church, please, I want you to please rise up to your feet. We are bringing this service to a close as we invite our senior pastor to pray the fire.